Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Airsoft Radio. It is the 8th of April. If it's the first time tuning in, this is a weekly collaboration show where we talk about all things Airsoft, bring on special guests and discuss the most recent Airsoft news. Today on the show, we have our special guest, Take from Kydex Customs down there. Look at that right side arrow. There we go. Uh, oh, there we go. Of course, my co host, as always, we've got Tacticwin, Sarah. Hello. Yep. And Platoon Jim below me there. Hey, everyone. How is everybody? What have you all been up to? Oh, can I start? <laughs> go for it. Yeah, maybe well, I did, I did play this weekend. I went to Ace Combat. I have to say, awesome site, awesome. And it was literally flat. The whole site is flat, which is <laughs> is great, absolutely great for me. Um, and the games were interesting as well. They were well thought out. Um, we had this game where one of the teams were mad scientists experimenting on body parts, and we the other team had to get the body parts off of them. <laughs> the most important part was the brain. I was imagining this big sloppy brain part and it was just a decapitated head. So I was kind of disappointed there. But, <laughs> but no, no seri seriously, they, they split the two teams into into four and there was uh, two teams in one field and the other teams were in the in a separate field. And I was kind of, I kind of got lost from everyone. I was on my own in the end, as I always do. Um, and it was great because I was flitting between two fields no it was lovely and such a friendly bunch as well definitely going to be back <laughs> it's probably one of the oh. nicest sites in Kent. <laughs> yeah really really nice really nice i've still not been there still not been what there. it's still, yeah. probably the oldest site in kent and you haven't been no you need to go <laughs> i have a feeling i went when i was younger and i remember back it being more day. <laughs> well, yeah, like, in, in my dad's world was black and white. Yeah, my dad's I think me and my dad and my brother might play there, but I'm talking. It felt more like a kiddie day than a than something more recent. So it's one of those sites I still need to get to. I know it's no real excuse. It's just around the corner from me, really. Um, but yeah, not been there yet. Shame on you. <laughs> there. It's outrageous. How can you be the self-proclaimed king of airsoft and not have played <laughs> at that site? Still need my cat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm never going to live that down. He's never going to live it down. No, I, I'm never going to let you forget it. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> sort of dick I am. <laughs> so, Jim, what were you up to at the weekend? Uh, work, 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 and more work. And now it's going to sound like a shameless plug because I was actually at Ace Combat doing the site <laughs> shop there. Um, but I do genuinely love that site. And it's um, the people that run it, Chris and Liz, are amazing. And uh, it'd be good to get them on here at some point uh, to talk about their experience in, in Airsoft because that's by far the oldest site in Kent, I think. Um, certainly one of the best runs. So, yeah, great fun. Um, other than that, it's just been trying to have a life outside of airsoft and and that's pretty much impossible yeah what, what one of those? <laughs> yeah people messaging at three o'clock in the morning have you got a uh, a magazine for uh, my gun it's like oh, <laughs> no one i don't care no, yeah. <laughs> not at 3 a.m anyway <laughs> oh you'd be amazed it's like they're up so you should be up 
and uh, Tate's probably got some some better stories of. I got some good old good old messages. Somehow I managed to keep my response time on Facebook to like less than ten minutes. I always just happen. It just like I always turn my Wi-Fi off, but the one time I don't turn my Wi-Fi off, I just hear my phone going next to my head. I'm like, oh, let's have a look. Do you make a whole stuff of this? I mean, I'm gonna have to reply now. It, it shows I've seen the message. That's the worst part. <laughs> you can't even lie. <laughs> turn, that, turn that to offline mode. That's why I never turn that on. Um, and you've made the mistake if you sleep with notifications on overnight. That's something that I would say about a year ago I did a did a, that HPA video. I don't know if you remember the one where the guys just lit up everybody. You know, sixty rounds a second and shot the whole side up. And I shared that. And I mean, it created, I mean, it got some like 250,000 views or whatever. Mm. But uh, that was the first night where my wife went, You've got to seriously turn your phone off tonight. I'm done. <laughs> Every night, beep, beep, share, like, comment. And I was like, Oh man, this is getting a bit crazy. Um, so yeah, that was the last day I could keep notifications on of a night. <laughs> <laughs> so, take for people who don't know you or haven't heard of Kydex Customs, can you give us a brief introduction to it? So, I, I run Kydex Customs. Wait, no, that one. Um, <laughs> where it's, it's so confusing <laughs> rather than looking down. Um, where basically, make holsters, Kydex holsters made of plastic. That, that one. That, that one, there we go. I have one, but it's um, in another room, so. Oh, yeah. But it's really it good. Didn't happen. Um, <laughs> um, it just sounds so fake. <laughs> um, yeah, so I run, I run Kydex Customs, where we make posters and just spam Facebook groups with adverts, just, just constantly. Yep. It's just the okay. share buttons there, isn't it? <laughs> it was when Graham said, for anyone that doesn't know you, it's like, of course they know who you are. You're on <laughs> fucking Facebook more than anyone. Are you on Facebook? Are you in WhatsApp I'm groups? I'm there. <laughs> I'm you have time to make any holsters. All I ever see is take a share this. <laughs> Hot keys and macro keys on the laptop. It's like, share to this kid. Share, 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 share. And yeah, so if you're in air of radio, don't forget to share it now. See? Oh, yeah. So. Oh, yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what I do. Uh, I run run a business making holsters for airsoft. Or if my landlord is watching, I'm an engineer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is a full time full time job now, right? Full time job now, as of we'll go with like six months ago, something like that. Um, yeah, chinned off being a personal trainer. Thought, hey. I prefer making holsters. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's kind of going strength to strength. Setting up a website, best thing I ever did. That stopped my phone buzzing at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah that's, no, that's when they, they place an order and they message you ten minutes later. Have you sent it yet? Oh, I haven't. Yeah, have you sent it? <laughs> have you sent it's it? Gonna it's gonna arrive by nine a.m. tomorrow morning, right? I paid for special yeah, I, delivery. <laughs> I, know, I know it says two weeks on the website, but I've got a game tomorrow. <laughs> okay. Oh, look, that was once I sent you that message. That's that's a little bit unfair. Honestly, <laughs> I'm only never sixty forget, miles man. away. You can drive it to me. Oh no, it's definitely more than sixty miles. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I genuinely did do that to take. Um, it was for one of the SEO Milsims, and I needed a covert um, Kydex holster. And true to his word, he sorted me out, and it was uh, it was brilliant until I sat down wearing it and. Found out that Kydex holster in the dick really hurts. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> you don't just. You, Where you was your disclaimer? Having, you learn not to have internal organs if you like yeah. still carry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't so, circumcised before. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I knew the threaded barrel wasn't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, lowering the tone. Right <laughs> Nine minutes, that's a record. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly on form. Jim's on form today. Um, that's interesting. I said it would be a record, but it never lasts that long. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so slam. <laughs> It's interesting you said, you said a concealed holster. It's not something we see a lot in Airsoft, but I presume it was at one of the Milsoms anyway, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, I needed something that was just for covert carry because we were um, playing up for and we knew that we would be stopped and searched on a regular basis and um, and it came in really handy because it was it, I had it sort of tucked into my waistband and as the, uh, the guy who was the police chief pulled up in his car um, and he did look like the guy from The Simpsons, um <laughs> they all do just, they all do just kidding love you ryan um uh yeah i pulled it out of the waistband and he didn't even know it was there and he we hijacked his car and it was great fun so <laughs> thank you take you made my dreams come true thanks scott Scott knows well. Yeah. <laughs> he was the other side, you know, hijacking the car as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tay, we're talking about what we've been up to this week. Have you been playing recently? Do you remember your last game? <laughs> um, it was the summer of 89. No. Uh, <laughs> that was nine oh, years it was before Grace I was Lake. born. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, what was I doing last weekend? I went and viewed a new workshop, a potential new workshop. Um, well, it was on mm, Friday, but stuff. close enough. I know, expensive grown-up stuff as well, which is the worst. Um, and then I basically bought a CNC the other day, which was basically, most people I say that to, they're like, no idea what that is. Great. It's big, big <laughs> like, a, like a 3D printer, but it takes material away. Um, and I spent wow. the weekend making, making moulds for stuff. Making making special molds for airsoft stuff. How do you and keep the women at bay? Honestly, it's <laughs> oh, just the things my girlfriend has to put up with me talking about and looking at her like she understands. Airsoft. <laughs> just... Yeah. Um, I haven't played I don't think for... it's the tough you get to once you've got a girlfriend. It's either before or you're tough luck. <laughs> <laughs> tough luck or forever single. <laughs> Just waiting for the first Airsoft Virgins Club to form if it hasn't already. You're not invited. <laughs> Is that not Airsoft Nation? All right. Anyone wants to feature as a special guest this week? We have a patron. <laughs> Touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I didn't get out this weekend. I played last weekend uh, and used the the um, Badass, which was great fun. Still having, not teething issues, but getting my head around some of the ways it works. But I have had some new stuff arrive, which I'll be showing throughout, but it will be, and I know... 
Um, a few people have seen me talk about this before already, but the new Viper buckle up system or the VX range. Um, so I've got some of that. <coughs> So while I haven't been playing, I have been kind of being that sad operator in your house, just trying it all on. Answering the door to the postman and just full yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just to be clear, are you not meant to do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he knows kind of what goes on because he delivers so many parcels now. And obviously where I am at home. He knows I'm three floors up, so he'll just see me stick my head out the window and go, give me a minute, as I'm hobbling down the three flights <laughs> of stairs to get to the door. And he's like, oh, what have you got this time round? And he's like, oh, you just said the other day, he's like, I'm waiting for you to say you've got a rocket launcher. And he's like, this one can't be it yet, though. <laughs> <laughs> At least my passes won't go missing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, which is quite handy on that one. Uh, just seeing the, the comments coming in. Guys, Feel free to comment throughout the show, and I'll do my very best to read them and read them out. And Danny is there. We'll be talking about you later on, or not you personally. Hey. Um, Hello, Danny. Nice to see you here. And uh, and Level 2 Airsoft is here. He's, uh, Andrew, if you're still listening, I'd love to get you on the show sometime. Oh, we would. So, Jim, do you want to talk about some of the recent news that's going on? Um... Can do. Uh, where to start? Where to start? Um, what are we talking? Breaking news or community news? Where where, where do you want to go with community news? Community news. Um, well, the only interesting story that uh, that we've spoken about so far um, off air that I thought was was worth note was the um, uh, it was a UCAC post about a guy who started out. Uh, I think his name's Simon G. Um, I don't know him. I've, I've, you know, don't even uh, think he's in the same county. Um, but it was a, a, a pretty sort of severe post saying, "I will never shop with zero one again." And whenever I see like headlines like that, I was it's, it's like clickbait, isn't it? You just want to kind of read more. Um, uh, and uh, so his advertising is brilliant. Um, but uh, yeah, basically, he was just very incensed that they supposedly. And I mean, I'm not throwing stones at anyone at all um you only ever get to see one half of the story um on facebook anyway and i couldn't see that there was a response from zero one on it but but basically he'd been refused any kind of customer service with it because the air nozzle had broken and because he hadn't used their gas or a gas that they sell um they said that it wasn't wasn't covered and i think i'm right in saying that he said it was new pro 2 that he was using um, which is probably the most common airsoft gas, I think, available in the UK now, um, if not probably in Europe. And um, I know it's in the States as well, but it's a, uh, you know, a, a pretty common thing. And it was a WE gun that he, he had. And obviously there was a lot of people posting on the thread. It's like, well, they're the same company. And, and it's sort of like technically they are right, you know, WE Europe, and Nuke are are the same company. Um, but there's obviously WE in Taiwan as well, which is the, the parent factory, um, which is a different company, just in case anyone was unsure. But, um, yeah, so uh, the, the funny thing was is that Danny, who, who came up earlier on the, uh, uh, on the little crawl there, he had got involved, which is sort of, you know, you don't often see people at that level responding to, to to sort of you know 
players. Um, and it just goes to prove that, you know, they do pay attention and they are watching. But as I understand it, um, Danny had sorted the guy out um, with the replacement part that he needed and looked after him, which, you know, it's a shame that the guy couldn't get that from zero one. Um, don't know why. I I don't know any of the guys at zero one. I haven't spoken to them. So, you know, I have no, no idea what their side of the story is, but, um, but it's kind of like kudos to, to new Prol for, for sorting a customer out and, and looking after them because it's, yeah, yeah, it's got to be like a nightmare situation to buy a, a gun and, you know, through no fault, well, supposedly no fault of your own, it's it's not right. Um, I mean, I've, I've had stuff straight out of the box before that I've bought that's, you know, just not been right from the factory or yeah. whatever it is. And, and you kind of go back to the retailer hoping that they, they've got you back. Um, but, yeah, it'd be interesting I mean, if anyone from Zero One's watching, you know, reach out to the show in the comments. Graham would be able to... Uh, um, be able to see it and you know maybe it's a different story maybe we don't have the whole picture but at the same time you know you probably to the rescue yeah i mean not targeting zero one directly here in terms of that but we get to see this what seems to be more uh an ever rising situation of players buying something and it's either not fit for purpose or they've had issues with it and the lack of warranty or customer support afterwards um, obviously, you're in a, a tough situation to answer this type of question anyway, being the fact that you do work for a retailer. But has anyone else started feeling that sometimes we do see some of the companies that almost push away what is even you know, a legal requirement to some of the stuff? Obviously, there is a wear and tear element to our hobby. But some of this stuff should yeah. really be taken back with no kind of issues and asked, really. Well, I mean, I, it's weird because from my side of the fence, Everyone that comes in, and you want to take everyone as genuine, and I don't think there are that many people out there that are literally trying to pull the wool over a retailer's eyes. You know, they're bringing back something that they clearly broke themselves and just don't want to fess up to it, or yeah. it was already broken and they've they've swapped it for, you know, a new box thing. Um, it, it's hard because you do want to do absolutely everything you can to look after people. I mean, I look at it as they pay my wages, so, you know, I... I need to look after them, um, <laughs> but but I'm I am shocked at the amount of people that come up to me and go, well, I bought this from from unnamed retailer over there, and it only came with like a one month warranty, and it's just sort of like I didn't even think you're allowed to do that. You know, I've been in retail for for donkeys years now, and, and not just in airsoft, but it's like a standard years manufacturing warranty is standard for a reason. <laughs> so yeah, um, I mean, Kydex Customs, I'm sure, is all. <laughs> yeah, all the warranties are all, <laughs> all up to scratch. It's diff It's a difficult position to be in because obviously you can accept some things as wear and tear. So if you have something that's <coughs> had an O-ring blow, your kind of O-rings are considered consumable. Is yeah. that considered something that you can warranty it over? Is kind of or if you buy a gun and then for whatever reason the the bucking is broken out of the box. You, you can't prove that it was broken out of the box. You can't prove that you fired 7,000 rounds through it and then it tore. Kind of, it's a, it's a really difficult thing with that stuff because you have so many, so many complex parts, so many things that can go wrong. Um, you kind of, some, some people would consider gears and pistons expendable and replaceable and eas they easily break. Um, other people would say, well, well no, I, I bought it 
I don't want the, I, I wouldn't buy a car knowing the gearbox would break sort of thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's difficult as kind of a, as a more manufacturer, it's, it's, it's quite odd because I, I still get excited when I see my things out in the wild. I mean, we've, we like literally last, like over the weekend, we, we broke 200 orders from just from the website. So that's not including all the orders we had from before we had a website sorted. And it's still, I, I, I get messages. It's like, oh, blah, blah, blah has happened to my holster. It's like, okay, what, what few things could it be? A lot of the time it's stuff like you didn't follow our advice or you didn't follow manufacturing advice. I can feel like as a retailer, Obviously, if someone came to Jim and said, Jim, one of my holsters, one of the holsters from, from Takes is, is broken. And then you're like, okay, well, you didn't follow his advice, but I still have to kind of, kind of- Well, you want to resolve it, don't you? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't want to leave someone out there in limbo with, to, with your product. To. And and I mean, that would be in that situation. I mean, obviously, yes. The shop I work for stocks your product. So if someone came to me and went, you know, this has gone wrong, I'd be straight on the phone to you going, what can we do to keep this this customer happy? Um, you know, and, and sometimes there, there is even a thing, and not for people to take advantage of it, but some retailers will go above and beyond, and even if they sort of deep down in their hearts of hearts, they know it's misuse. Um, they're not going to turn around and start an argument over it. They're going to fix it, keep the customer happy, and you hope that the law of averages means that when they come and buy something later, you yeah. you're not out of pocket trying to look after them, and it's um it's the hard part of business. So definitely, it's uh oh uh, yeah, Graham's got the post up there. Oh, there right. we go. It's so popular. Hey. Yeah, it's. So I don't think I've got 122 friends on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what can I say when you're the self-appointed king of airsoft? <laughs> well, to be fair, now you, you put that out there, I think I'd expect more. Yeah. Airsoft isn't a big kingdom. <laughs> hey, I've still got 21,000 friends to add. There we go. <laughs> 21,000 friends to add to uh, the UKAC to my friends list. Let's try and turn this off. There we go. <laughs> I literally would have pissed myself laughing if someone had just sent you a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we go. Lawrence is there. Um, well, I mean, I don't know. Sarah, have you ever had to do any returns, anything like that over the time to buy and stuff? Um, I, I do actually have an interesting story, but it's kind of like on the reverse. Um, when I recently bought my VFC, uh, literally the next day, I took it to a site, and I'm not going to name names, I'm not going to name the site, but when it was chronoed, um, it wasn't chronoed on point twos. So the guy who owns another shop who chronoed me said, there's something wrong with that gun. Why don't you take it down to my shop when I'm open on Monday and we'll take <laughs> a look at it. I'm like, hang on a minute here. I, I bought this from Platoon. I'm going to take it back to Platoon. So it was almost like he was trying to poach me off of a different shop. And I'm thinking that guy should know that, you know, where you buy something from, you take it back. So it's kind of on the reverse. I've had that where, and of course, it turned out there was nothing wrong with the gun. It was just that 
I don't know what he was trying to do, but he was almost trying to make it look like there's something wrong with a gun. That's and then he was handing me his card and I'm like, well, this is serious and poaching going on right here. But yeah, so that's that's kind of on a different story to what, what we're talking about. But along the same lines of retailers bouncing off one another and trying to do things to players they shouldn't be, you know. It's definitely a cutthroat industry. <laughs> I mean, sort of getting back to, to take, um with with Kynex Customs, I mean, obviously, Tag and I have known each other for a while now, um, long, and too long. Yeah, I, I was thinking the other day, it's like, how do I know Tag? And it's like, Carlo sent me a message saying oh, he's yeah. coming to a game. Go up to him oh, and and tell him he's hug, and it's just, uh, you know. Um, oh and, man, and, and I, I was got rid of him story. since. So. <laughs> I was telling that story to someone, someone that didn't necessarily play airsoft, and I was like, yeah. So I wasn't like. My friend basically messaged like 180 people that were said that they were going to this event and then just told all of them to hug me. And then I just went there and I just like, hugged everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first time meeting loads of people that I'd known through Facebook. And they were all just like, oh, take, hug, yeah. And I was just like, yeah, sure, maybe this is what people do in Kent. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, I've hung around in a lot of fields and that's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds but, um, so wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, uh, before we digress, I was going to say that um, the custom holster sort of business in the last what year um, has, has become quite cutthroat as well. There's a lot of a lot of people doing or trying to do the same thing. Some of them little bedroom guys. Some of them like yourself that are throwing all in and slightly larger and bedroom guys <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure blackhawk started off in a bedroom somewhere <laughs> in the uh, just, of... say, uh, <laughs> danny from new pro has just left the comment here and it says that uh, it costs nothing to be nice and understanding to someone's misfortune we're just glad we could help i also believe since zero one have now said it, it should also have also so it's a win-win for simon so basically yeah so oh, zero cool. one would sort out if you do, yeah. which is great to hear um because yeah. i mean it's it's definitely a weird one but you cannot use the the new pro gas so, i mean it's green gas is common yes. I mean, whether it was just an upsell to their own pro gas line over that but it's good to see it's resolved and again at the end of the day <laughs> from a player's perspective is we don't really care about the politics we just want to have a gun that we've got and works and go out and play with it um regardless well, of who does what one of the other things that's interesting, though, I think, was was the fact that, you know, uh, this is the first time that I've seen, and you guys may be able to say different, of, like I said, someone like Danny getting involved in a community page, and it's to sort of say that, you know, they're not nameless, faceless yeah. manufacturers, distributors, that, you know, retailers and distributors, manufacturers alike all pay attention, and although they might not direct message you to resolve a problem like that doesn't mean that they're not aware of all the things that are being said and some of them quite spiteful and hateful as well you know and you get <laughs> fanboy pages of people that mm. just hate on something because they can and they've never owned it or or whatever it is but you know it's um actually i think it's it's, it's interesting to see that yeah know, i mean to, watch your words yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean asg have done this in the past uh, and I'll mention this because it's something that came up in one of my reviews, the, the ASG Storm 360. Obviously, the grenade being green gas could potentially leak if it's not 
you know, if the, if the seal's dry, it is sold as a sealed unit. And they have said before publicly that if the unit leaks, take it back to your retailer. We will warrant the, the repair of it because it is a sealed unit. If you have any issues with your retailer, like I suppose the situation with this, um, contact us directly, which is fantastic to mm. see. Um, but we see more manufacturers. Obviously, it's not really their role. It's not really their responsibility. But at the same time, they know that pleasing one you know, one player gives them a good experience and they're no doubt going to recommend products in yeah. future. And it's that, that long term there. So um, as, as more of a manufacturing side, I much rather people come to me directly than people like <clears throat> normally if I see if someone's posted a question regarding something I make on a Facebook post, I'm normally sat on Facebook and I probably will end up commenting on it anyway. But I'm more than happy for people to just come to me and just go, Oh, I've got this. This has happened. Blah blah. blah. One like the best experience I ever had. It wasn't a UK company. It was Polestar over in the US. Yep. So um, up until very recently, I was a pretty much solely HBA player because I'm a scumbag. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, but they Our really need this on. Do we really need this on? <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, they, I basically I had an issue with my uh, F1 where base it would just randomly leak air from the nozzle, and it would okay. And then I could I could sort it and I could stop it doing that. But then if I didn't fire it for longer than two three minutes, like the nozzle just wouldn't work properly. And right. I made a post in like the Polar Star owners group, and then kind of got loads of suggestions and nothing worked. And it got to the point where I couldn't use my gun for. No, three four months i was like i have no idea what to do short of just buying another unit and uh, and then i happened to go okay i'll make another post see what happens and i got contacted by the head tech over at pilot star and uh, he was just like okay did this 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 and this got some really like get some accurate measurements get me this get me that he's like okay um what we'll do is we'll test this i'll just ship them to you um and it was like oh okay just got them shipped over from the US, the, all these parts. Wow. And I was like, okay, it's still not working. And he was like, okay, I'm not, I couldn't tell him what, well, not serial number, but when I bought it, because I bought it like a while before and it was bought for my birthday. And I basically was like, eh, I don't know what to do. And he was like, okay, leave it with me. Um, and I'll get someone to contact you. I was like, okay. And then Rod contacted me, who is basically one of the head honchos over at Polar Star, and just went, oh, okay, what's your address? Like, oh, here's my address and then two weeks later just like an entire unit just turned up at my house for free with wow. all the replacement parts to fix the original unit and so it was just like okay so i fixed the original unit and i've got all of the guts from the original unit fixed and replaced and i've got an entire new unit for free i was like do you want anything for this and like no nah, don't worry about it like it was just kind of stock that was sat on the shelf oh my god wow. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's like, so want at the end of day, if anyone wants to buy a pilot star. I'll do a horror story. Can you make me a holster for it? I'll do a horror story of this. I brought a Minecraft kit um, <laughs> for my SVD, which is, you may have seen it on the stream, actually it's behind me here. It's basically a wall hanger at this point because no matter how much I tried, this thing just wouldn't work. I was leaking gas. I was shooting O-rings out the front end. Um, even a year later, I haven't got a single BB out of this. I took it to an AE, and 
I spent basically the first day replacing O-rings after O-rings. And then I sent the gun to Minecraft. I was sent the part to Minecraft, and they came back. We know it's working fine. Put it in my gun. It's not working fine. I was like, "You've literally all I've done is put it back in." Um, so I ended up sending the gun to Minecraft, bar the body pit. They wouldn't. They didn't want the body pit on there. So the body kit. So I took that off and just sent them, you know, the cylinder and the full kit like that. And again, they were like, "Yeah, it's working fine." Sent it back to me. And at this point, you know, you're spending like 50, 60 quid on sending parts to them. And it came back, still didn't work. And at that point, I was like, right, I'm done. I literally, so it's now become a hanger. I've taken a Minecraft kit out. Um, and I kind of just gave up at that point. So I don't, I mean, that's the problem you've got. I, I won't recommend or buy anything from them. I know there are plenty of guys who've had good experiences. But for the player that has issues and then doesn't get satisfied mm. because one reason or another, you kind of then lose it. And I think that's when you see companies like what Danny done, like what, uh, what Polisar did there is, they may lose a bit on that one person in terms of giving them an extra bit of kit or whatever. But the fact is that satisfaction of the player will rub off because that's, you know, nearly two years ago, or probably is two, two or three years ago, probably now at this point. Um, but I still won't recommend them. It's still a sore point in the history of that. Um, and just looking at the SD, I love the look of it. It's got the full wood kit, but yep, it's just a wall hanger. So I, I think, I think the, that's the problem. The other thing that plays into that, though, and, and the reaction that you get as a customer is it like it, how you complain and the attitude in which you complain with makes a massive difference. If you go at someone combatively and just start, you're this, you're that, you know, you, you rip me off. Um, I would say nine times out of 10, whoever that company is that they're dealing with will just turn around and go, do you know what? We're not interested. You know, and it's, I think if anyone does have an issue with, with someone, with a product, with a, you know, whatever, like, just be, just don't be a dick about it. Um, you mean that one star room? <laughs> yeah, oh, fucking one star drop, review. Drop one star oh. review. Should, that's what I should have done. I should have just dropped that off straight away, you know. Or worse, form a little Facebook click that then goes and targets stores and people to do one star reviews. I mean, there are some massive cockwombles out there. Um <laughs> And they'll do stuff like that. So if you have ever done that deliberately, given someone a one-star review just because someone told you to, feel free to switch off and go drown yourself in a bucket of piss. <laughs> to be honest as well, it can work round the other way because if you're known to give airsoft companies and, and retailers a bad review, the retailers get to hear about it and then they see this person coming along wanting to buy something. They go, hang on a minute, I don't want to deal with this yeah. person. So you're actually cutting your ties if you're doing all these bad reviews well it's a small world isn't it you know it's it's not and and people talk you know with the power of the internet it's not to warrant that you can't have a bad review though i mean there's oh, no. No, no, you know, sure. yeah uh, absolutely. That's, that's how you grow you, as a business yeah absolutely but um, i think what i was trying to say is if you're doing it deliberately yeah and trolling yeah. and all of that so just trolling in general Trolling in general, just, yeah. Like, why do people waste their energy being just utter vile <laughs> scum of the earth? It's just like, oh, get a hobby. If you don't like the hobby, get a different hobby. <laughs> and if you don't like that, drown yourself in a bucket of piss. <laughs> sorry. sorry. I'm on one again, sorry. That I one said I'd calm down on, on this one. Cuts deep. That one's cuts deep. <laughs> <laughs> don't know. <laughs> but the best thing is like if 
and, and, and I, I have done this where you, you go on to Google and you look at the people that have reviewed you and you see how many other people that they give a one-star review to, and then it becomes almost obsessive that they're literally just like, you kind of scroll through it and go, well, what do they like? And you're like, anyone like that? You know, it's, it's like suddenly it's like, oh, I gave a five-star review to a Costa Coffee, and it's like, brilliant. You, you basically gave, yeah, you gave a five-star review to something that can be replicated by anyone. They probably got a free yeah. out for a free coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used That's to true. I used to work in catering and I worked worked as a bar manager in a quite a nice restaurant and um we would get it was kind of a bit of an event when we got a bad review because <laughs> it was always amusing in like we were the, the highest rated place for all of kind of where I used to live and it was kind of that included some not, I wouldn't call them cities, but like large towns and stuff like that. But it involved quite a few other restaurants. And it was always quite amusing when you you see one person, it's like, oh, well, this happened and then this happened. And then, oh my God, and then this happened. And it's like, oh, and you come from the staff's point of view where you were 45 minutes late. You asked for things that weren't on the menu. You were really rude to us. You shouted at members of our staff. And then we we said that we wouldn't take whatever off of your off of your order because... You decided it was terrible, but you ate all of it. Like, and you want to buy fifteen debit cards? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, oh, or like you get people that's like, oh, there's a table of thirty-five of us, and they wanted us to pay a service charge. It was unacceptable. Like, it says it at the top of the menu. It's the second thing underneath the name of the restaurant. <laughs> Uh, Do you know just... where you don't pay a service charge at home? Go eat oh. there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's some idiots out there. So back to airsoft. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just literally looking at people commenting about bad reviews right now in the in the comment section. Uh, I'll be honest. I've started I, something I, now. <laughs> I had a, st- a stint over Christmas. It was over Christmas when the airsoft nation app kind of just killed itself after something had happened. <laughs> I literally was waking up like. One star review doesn't work. One star review doesn't work. And it's like, and it literally, I, my wife was like, are you all right? I'm like, yep, it's just another review. It's just another review. And I, but to be fair, after about three days, I kind of was like, I'm going to enjoy my Christmas. I'm not worrying about it anymore. <laughs> so I, I kind of just distanced myself from that, from that whole situation now. Um, but there are other people like Sim Jones who just goes and cries in the corner. <laughs> um <laughs> Um, but yeah, so back on to airsoft <laughs> and other news. Oh, fuck off, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking heresy, great. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get him on next other... week? <laughs> so this is an interesting one, and I'm sure not everyone will have seen the news. Let me just zoom in a bit. This is quite a mouthful. Um, but what we want to talk about is impersonations in Airsoft. Now, something that I'm sure people have seen in the past, uh, yeah, especially on the celebrity circles of fake accounts being made in their names. Femme Fatale has had several in her name, but there's also been, I won't say no-namers, but smaller names have suddenly like gone on Instagram and there's a fake account with all their profile photos on there. Uh, and interestingly, uh, let me just switch the screen over here. As we had one from Bodge Ups, and I'll zoom in. 
there we go it should be just about enough size there uh, and i'll read it out here so bodge ups if you aren't aware where have you been but he was uh one of the kind of uk's youtube snipers what were we saying three years ago i feel like probably about three three years ago now and um while he no longer produces videos what recently has happened is one of his videos uh has been cut off and had kicking mustang another youtube sniper's logo had been put all over it and it'd been a compilation of headshots now it was made by a fake account and the kind of the backstory is obviously kicking mustangs known for doing a lot of headshots and has got a bit of a reputation especially in the uk for you know shooting heads even though he's shown pretty recently how a lot of those videos aren't headshots but he can make the with the power of editing make it look more like an aimed headshot but this video went out with kicking mustangs logo over there and there was a compilation of headshots and the comment section below was bombarded with people complaining about headshots and you know <clears throat> jumping on the bandwagon of kicking mustang but halfway through the video and halfway through the comments you know it'd been up for a few hours someone commented went I recognize these videos and it isn't kicking Mustang. It's actually Bodjops Airsoft. And Bodjops, obviously, who wasn't known for for particularly going for a lot of headshots. He was just a generally good sniper on videos. Um, so what's your thoughts on some of this? I mean, for me, this is some sort of, I would say, political move in Airsoft. It's an interesting one because someone's gone out their way to rip one guy, pretend it's another guy, make a fake account on Facebook... Um, in order to stir up some drama. Well, do you think it was a really bad it... April Fool's joke that was just like a week late? <laughs> it takes that long to edit, maybe so. Yeah, it, it's like, it got to that point where it was the second he'd committed, he was over halfway through the project, he was just going to go through with it. <laughs> to, to be um, honest, it's a lot of time and effort for someone to be doing it for a laugh, I think. It, yeah, I, and, I don't go yeah. on. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I just want to state before I go in further that there is no evidence to state that it's kicking Mustang who made who's made this video. Um, and it isn't Bodjobs that made this video, so it is a third party that's apparently gone out and done this. It's uh, Banks, Banks has got into the airsoft industry, <laughs> 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 it's all some big, you know, art scene thing. <laughs> Fucking snipers. Is this someone trying to stir up drama? Is this someone trying to prove a point? You know, if they if someone complains about all these headshots, but it wasn't kicking Mustang, um, suddenly does it not become a hot topic? You know, are people jumping on the bandwagon? You know, there's multiple avenues where this goes from copying people's content, but also misinterpreting who it is in terms of making it look like someone who's public enemy number one. When actually it isn't. And as soon as people found that out, actually the post got deleted in one of the groups it was shared in. Once uh, the, the kind of the fence came to light. I mean, it, it kind of depends on intent, doesn't it? So if you've got one person that's made this video just to, just to prove the point, when they've gone, yeah, look, like kind of, oh, this is what you thought it was. Ah, oh, it's the old switcheroo. Whereas they, they could have done it for that reason, just to kind of say like, you know, a bit of Black Mirror, like, oh, you're, you're wrong. But then they could have, you could take it the complete other way and say, oh, they're just doing it to smack shit about bodge-ups and kind of, kind of deface him. Or you can go the complete other way and say that all airsoft sniper videos are generic and the same. Um, or... <laughs> 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 um, 
but it's you can you can throw shit around as much as you want um at the end of the day someone made it and it kind of i'd imagine it had the intended effect that that they wanted and then they deleted it as soon as they realized that it might not be going the way not necessarily the way that they wanted it to but they feel like they've made their point um, someone called someone caught the uh the april fool's joke too quickly so there's no point keeping it around i'm sorry no go on go on i, I was just gonna ask is that, like have you ever been faked has anyone here ever had something fake someone reposted a picture of yours and claimed it for their own or i've had that yeah i had that with a sawn off holster a holster for a sawn off shotgun i made uh was posted in like a bunch of random italian like firearms instagram accounts and that was when i had like six followers on instagram never used it and just made it so i could have made sure i had the name and i was like whatever i'm not really fussed kind of if people want to see a, a video of my lower half with a gun on it, go for it. I remember when uh, when Carlo, um, Flopperate Podcast, had a fake account made. And I've known Carlo for many years. And I remember being like, oh, that's weird. Carlo's just added me on Facebook. That's super odd. Um, I was like, oh, maybe he's just got like a ban or something on his main account. And I phoned him up and I was talking to him. And he was just like, no, not me. Someone's just made a fake account. And he was just like, that's just really weird. And it was a bit of a witch hunt of who did it. And then it was kind of like, <laughs> they're not posting anything. They're literally just adding random people. And then they found out that it was a fake account. And I think he got taken down from Facebook. Nothing, no harm done, really. So the, the issue being is that Facebook don't always react fast. And some of this stuff can be hard to prove. I mean, trying to prove that video was yours, for example, uh, from Bodjob's point of view, is how do you go... Facebook don't exactly offer a lot of conversation. You, you're going to tick a box, go copyright infringement of material, mm. and they're going to look at it and go, well, you haven't got a video like that on your page. And it's like, mm. clearly I haven't because it's been edited. Um, but yeah, I mean, fake profiles, I mean, what can it do? I mean, you could obviously tarnish someone's reputation, so, but it's a long game, though, because you've then got to befriend all of the, those friends. Um, I have seen fake accounts using other... Airsoft celebrity profile photos. Um, one of them was just a random photo from a player six, seven years ago. And I just recognized the player because I knew them. I was like, that's a weird one. Have you got another account? And he was like, nope. And I was like, well, this person here, completely unrelated name, has got your photo as a profile photo. Um, which is it's a bit odd um, what the intent would be. It's like Catfish Airsoft Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah, have you ever had anything like this? I haven't, I'm afraid. No, I I guess I'm just not that famous yet. So, um, oh yeah, not that famous yet. No, no. World domination. Not famous enough <laughs> for people to care enough to want to uh, to impersonate me. But uh, thank God. <laughs> Oh, but um, as you're saying, yeah. there's five accounts are being made I didn't right even know. now. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I've I've let myself go. I've let myself <laughs> down there. But no, I I didn't even realise it went on in airsoft. I know it goes on in other in other oh. niches and other hobbies and stuff. But I didn't think people really had the time in airsoft to do that sort of shit. <laughs> well, so I have a story, and again, I won't mention the names here. But I had a airsoft retailer reach out to me and say, do you know this name? 
Um, and we'd, we'd, I'd spoken to his retailer before. I never met them or anything. But we spoke before and he said, do you recognize this name? And I was like, no. And he said, well, he's apparently uh, a writer for another company. And he's asking to review a particular rifle. It was like a World War II rifle. So it wasn't a cheap one. It was a, a rather high-end custom build. And like, he wants to review it for the publication. And it was like, but that person hasn't wrote for years on that publication. Um, and it was a case of that's a bit weird how they suddenly randomly out the blue, you come and ask for a 450 pound gun. And it was a completely cold message saying I'd like to review this and would keep the gun afterwards. So I suppose that, I mean, that may have been the fake account, but the whole idea being is if you've got enough of a reputation where you could get free stuff, would fake accounts then come into place as a way and means to try and do that? I, I got a message. It was, it was an email. Oh, it was a fair few months ago now, and it was it was like the most generic copy and pasted thing. Kind of, uh, I think it might even have gone into my spam folder. But it was from a uh, Facebook famous, Instagram famous airsofter from uh, far off distant lands of I have no idea where they're from. I'd never heard of them, but they had like twenty thousand likes on Facebook and whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, like, there a, a few people I know had liked them. So I was like, oh, okay, they're, they're a genuine page. And this person had sent me this really generic, if you send me a product, this is what you get. This is what you get. This is this. These are my promises. And there was a moment where I was just like, okay, the email address was just a generic, something that a kind Gmail. of went along with their stuff. Yeah, literally it was like their name at gmail.com. And I just went, I was just like, okay, fair play if this is that airsofter. Like, want it reaching out for something to review okay but what if it's not the, yeah. i have no i have no idea who this person is i have no idea what to look for to see if it is them someone might have just spent 15 minutes making a publisher document and then expecting free stuff like no, nothing i could do about it yeah see see that's all that's definitely a, an odd one and yeah i mean that was the same situation with this writer it was from mm. a generic email address not associated to the company and at that yeah. point you do have to to wonder uh, how legitimate it is um well how about instagram and social media does having fake accounts impact your social media presence is that something that you know will we see some of the bigger youtubers have or bigger instagrammers having fake accounts and could that do damage to them do we think I don't think so. No, I think you know yourself and they don't know anything about you truly. And people people rat you out. You know, if you're after free stuff and they believe you to be someone else who's popular in Airsoft, you get found out eventually. You know, it's not going to it's not going to last that long. Um, doesn't stop people trying it on. But I don't think <laughs> it is damaging uh, to the point where it could destroy your career in airsoft but yeah so <laughs> you know what i mean i don't think it's truly truly damaging it's annoying but <laughs> not damaging and how about and i don't know if you guys have the same facebook profile as me i have a lot of airsofters on my facebook you know going down potentially personal areas more i've got probably more airsofters and family on there um and i don't particularly share anything private about i wouldn't care about anyway but the fact is that person is pretty much probably already on your friends list to get that information. Mm. That's the other one. Is that how many of us add people randomly to, uh, you know, oh, they play airsoft or they're in my area. 
Um, and it's typically a player like that has been doing that. Um, <laughs> but a, a, a comment there. <laughs> Okay, a comment there, <laughs> a comment there and I'll, I'll save this for the podcast listeners here of uh wayne who is bodge up saying i think bodge ups is actually kicking mustang he's been pulling the wool over our eyes <laughs> <laughs> very good very good um guys if you are in the comments and you have had a fake account or someone stealing your photos i do know we have uh someone in the comment section who actually has a uh, a PMC loadout that looks so good that legitimate PMC websites was referring to that photo and it was on uh, quite a lot of forums on there as it was a legitimate mercenary and it was actually just another airsofter, which I do <laughs> have to laugh at, obviously. Um, <laughs> uh, it, 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 I find that always quite funny, but I'm sure people like um, Dan, Foo Fighter, he gets a lot of people using his photos and I'm well, sure... Did you see the one... Did you see Did the you one see that, two recently? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say there was one that I saw earlier um, about him doing. Uh, like, uh, it was a picture of him and something about crying after getting hit or something like that. And it was just sort of like I've, I've played against Dan, and that's not the sort of player he is. And it's just like <laughs> someone's literally just grabbed generic photo from the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or or was it someone deliberately trying to have a, a cheap shot at him? I, I mean, I don't. I don't know, but um, I think it's uh, yeah, pretty fucking stupid, really. <laughs> so once it's up, it's very hard to get rid of, especially well, you just like that. Bury it by putting better new content on top of it. <laughs> Free advertising, <laughs> isn't it? Have you ever tried looking for something that you saw even like a day ago now on on Instagram or, <laughs> or Facebook? It's like. I, I can barely find my profile now with the amount of shit that's on social media. Yeah, so, sorry about that. <laughs> it's, all these, it's all these custom Kydex things. Yeah. Just adverts, yeah. man. <laughs> it's become the new weapons crates of sharing at that point. Oh. <laughs> um, it hurts, man. Shots fired. <laughs> That's it. Non non airsoft related, but still airsoft related as such. Um, Facebook groups. I don't know if any of you notice engagement seems to be quite low. And I've had a few people message me and say, "Oh, it's weird. Our community groups seem to be quiet." Facebook have come out recently to say they haven't changed any of the algorithms and they are looking to promote groups more. But videos are a high priority. So you're actually going to start seeing videos higher than even your own friends and family statuses on the feed. Because, but. Isn't that just because they can run adverts on them? Absolutely, it's way. And you're gonna you're gonna watch a six minute. Well, this video. just got really cynical all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't think I want to be part of this cynical behaviour. Well, you're gonna spend six minutes watching a video before scrolling to an next cat video before scrolling to an next cat video, um, throwing the occasional mobile phone advertisement. Um, you're gonna be on Facebook a lot longer that way than you would if you were scrolling through your activity feed to see what every airsoft is doing on a Sunday. Mm. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it was interesting that groups haven't been impacted apparently, but it does definitely feel quiet across the groups. See, I thought Facebook was just for clicking those posts that are about see this celebrity ten years on from like <laughs> BuzzFeed articles. <laughs> yeah. I love those things, you know. I want to know Macaulay Culkin. Eminem's <laughs> daughter is how old? I know, it's outrageous. 
She's a Disney princess. What? This is crazy. <laughs> it's the only way I keep up with what's going on now in, in, in the real world. Um, <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about something way more interesting. <laughs> Ending plastic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. So, so I'm just we've got you on the show and like, there's, there's a, I've got a couple of questions that I've always wanted to know the answer to which is what made you wake up one morning and go I need to make holsters because I mean that's way too energetic for me I'd just I'd be like oh, you can do it for a chair you know um... <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I don't think I, you can <laughs> I'm gonna para- I will try um, I, I will paraphrase the story as much as I can but so the jail, that well-known, that awesome CQB site um, run by Justin and Charlotte, lovely people. Um, it's it's an awesome site. It's an old prison or a correctional facility. Um, parts of it dark as hell, and I wanted a I wanted to run a torch on my pistol, and I looked and I looked and I looked and I went, oh, no one makes these. Kind of DIY. I'm a relatively DIY savvy person myself. Thought, oh, what's Kydex? Oh, I'll have a look at that then. Watched a couple of tutorials, kind of got quite invested in it, bought all the wrong stuff, spent a weekend <laughs> doing the wrong thing, watched some more videos, bought the right stuff, uh, and then made, uh, oh no, it's not in here, it's in the workshop, uh, made literally the worst holster you've ever seen in your life. Um, and it worked. And then I took it to an airsoft site, which was, well, I took it to the jail and it worked and I was happy about it. I got really excited and I went to a couple of my mates and went, look, I've started doing this. Does anyone want one? I've got loads of material left over. Made a couple more, made a couple more, made a couple of Facebook posts and people are like, oh, that's really cool. How much are they? As it always goes to, it's, oh, this cool thing. Second question, how much is it? Where can I buy one? <laughs> like, what? Um, so I was like, oh, that's cool. And I, I literally had the conversation with my dad at one point, like when I, it was like the second time I'd made one. And I was in the kitchen using the kitchen oven and I'd moved all the stuff off of the kitchen table and I pulled the table across the kitchen. And I was using it there. And uh, he went, oh, you could make a job doing this. No one else does it. I was like, no, not a chance. It's too niche, far too niche a thing. And uh, and it kind of went from there. And the rest is history. And now I do it for a full-time job. It's great. I'm now a slave to it. <laughs> <laughs> So you never had a dark moment where you just thought, oh, I can't do, I can't make one more holster for someone. And I'm just you get, done you, with this. And... You get those. You do get those. Like, I mean, kind of people, there's that, always that saying of, oh, if, if you enjoy what you're doing, it doesn't feel like you're working. No, it definitely feels like you're working. Like, <laughs> it's, like it's freezing cold in the work. It's like five degrees in the workshop. I'm freezing my butt off and I've got like 20 holsters to make. And I'm just like, no. No, I'm, I don't want to do today. I'm going to go inside and I'm just going to do like paperwork today. And you're just like, okay, you just keep him motivated is is always useful. But uh, you you go, I go in in and out of phases of being really really productive and then kind of doing what needs to be done and making myself do stuff. Like sometimes if I have a custom job, like the, uh, the MP9 holster I made the other day, I mean that took about a month to make of on off work because I put like a solid day into it and then it wouldn't work. And then I would just be just completely demoralized. And then I finished it and everyone was like, Oh my God, can I have one? Can I have one? Oh my God, can I buy one? Oh. And I just went, <laughs> if I look at like another MP9 again, 
anytime soon, I'm just going to throw myself in front of a moving vehicle. <laughs> like, it, like, you've just kind of got to... It's, I enjoy making off-the-shelf stuff where it's just a case of, I've got the mould, I just have to cut cut the material, heat it up, do it, smash it out, get it out the door sort of thing. Like, I, I like that stuff. The custom stuff is is always a challenge. It's always really fun to do. And making new products is always always interesting. But there are days where you're just like, I don't want, I just want to have a mindless day. In any job, you just want to have a mindless day. You don't want to spend all your day thinking and problem solving. You just kind of want to go, not necessarily getting your hours in, but you just kind of want to go, okay, I just want to do stuff that I've done a million times before and I don't have to think about it. And I'm going to go have lunch. <laughs> well, I, know Sarah I know Sarah reached out recently because when we said we were having Kydex Customs on, she was like, Today, oh, actually. Today, yes. The Desert Eagle. Yeah, she did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I go kind of a few days without replying to messages, so that's that was quite a good one for me today. I don't get notifications from Instagram, otherwise my phone doesn't stop buzzing. So I kind of, it, I always have to, every few days, remember to check my messages on there. But yeah, no, it's Desert Eagles. Desert Eagles are, they're ridiculous. Yeah. And I love yeah, them. Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, and they're just the, the funniest, stupid <laughs> pistol. And there's like nothing more terrifying than just like seeing the the tip of a desert eagle poking around the corner and you're still on the other side like oh no <laughs> yeah it's the noise of it in like an empty corridor yeah it's like the great it's quite great. Fu funny if you fire it by someone's ear and they go fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> but no definitely i'll definitely be getting one i would say obviously for Desert Eagles, there's an obvious reason that there aren't a lot of holsters out there or a lot of good holsters. And you know, obviously, you get the cloth ones, but they don't tend to hold things as securely. No. There's um, many a time I've been running along and it's just flopped out and someone behind me has gone, oh, Deagle gone, Deagle down. <laughs> you had that say, problem before, James. gets that all the time. <laughs> 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 Runs around, it just flops out. And people, oh, no, it's out again. <laughs> yeah, me, me and James originally met in court. That's, that's when we go <laughs> We met at a double entendre meeting. Oh. <laughs> I've never been running around an airsoft site and just flopped out. <laughs> Especially not with children around. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, and sorry about that point of turning again. Sometimes you just be like me and just want to hold it in your left hand. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like someone else is drawing your holster. <laughs> yeah, just like you oh, want your God. someone else's hand on it. <laughs> it on your hand for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put so, there, Sarah. Have you had... If you had anyone from like outside of the airsoft industry like message you with like, can you make make me this in plastic, please? Just like something really random and weird, you know, like oh, a collection no. of dildos or something. Oh, no. <laughs> the, I was gonna say, with the exception of my brother, but definitely not that at that time. Um, my, my brother's really into guitars, and he keeps he, like he keeps on trying to convince me to like make a I don't know, just like Kydex wrap a guitar or something for him. Um, get weird messages from people quite a lot of people wanting things i am um, i made this is i mean it wasn't reached out to but i made a phone case for my father well my, my girlfriend's dad i made a phone case for it for him because he wanted something so like if he were to fall over nothing would, would puncture the screen i was like ah, i can do that it looks very homemade and it took like <laughs> 15 minutes but he loves it so <laughs> 
<laughs> they, they get kind of lots of random things at the moment. So something I've work, been working on last weekend was the uh, tourniquet say, holder. I will put you full screen. Ooh. There we go. Look at Ooh, that. a big cross. Yeah, so I'm working on here. a tourniquet holder, which looks absolute garbage because it is um, at the moment. This is the first prototype, and I'm probably going to have to do about six or seven of these before I get it right. But this was the first kind of case of I was talking to uh, someone that has another retail store, but he does pre uh, predominantly security and PMC sort of stuff. And we were just happened to be talking about tourniquets. Uh, I, I bought one because I, I wanted one in my workshop after <clears throat> I kind of realized that if anything happens in the workshop, I don't have a first aid kit in there or anything in there. So I thought, oh, I'll make a little first aid kit. I'm working with power tools all day. I should probably have something in case something spins off and nicks an artery in my leg or something like that or whatever I'm doing. So I thought, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, people make, so people, there are a couple of, on the, on the market, there are a couple of tourniquet carriers in the States. So I was like, oh. So I thought, oh, I can do a couple of different things, try and make it small as possible and, um, and go about it there. So that's something I was working on last weekend. Um, I've no idea if there's going to be a demand for it in the UK or if there's going to be a demand for it in Airsoft, but it's a fun little project, isn't it? Yeah. A, yeah, I mean, that's a, a definitely a cool way of doing it. Mm. Um, obviously, how many people take tourniquets on Airsoft or should take tourniquets on Airsoft? Um, but I mean, there's definitely the, the Airsoft equivalent on there. Mm. Um, one, one thing I got from you, which I love, is now pretty much it goes in all my kit, are these little clips. Yeah, um, so, so easy an idea, mm. but it completely changes everything. So I, obviously, you know that I run a lot of chest rigs, pretty much my go-to. Um, and these little clips, uh, a little, little bit of plug in here. So these little retainer clips here hold your magazines in. So the idea being is when you've got them in your chest, you put these in your pouches. So when you put the mag in, it just sits in there and holds it mm. tightly. Um, makes drawing magazines so much nicer. I've cut all the retention bunges off all my kit or moved them out of the way. Um, I'll never use them again with something like this. It's just done the job so well. Um, and like I say, something you know relatively simple Super simple works yeah. so well um and i'm really surprised how well it works um across all, all the platforms i mean i've used them with my ak used them with the m4 you tried the the daz rounds recently with them at the weekend um and like i say i pretty much take these in and out of all my chest rigs before i go and play uh because that's a fantastic little thing and something that i'd never considered prior to seeing them on your store yeah they're they're, they're really weird little things like <clears throat> we definitely weren't the first people that made them and couldn't even tell you the first people that made them were but i kind of i remember look kind of when someone mentioned someone mentioned them to us for ages and i had no idea how to make them i kind of i knew what they were i didn't quite know how they worked and i just kind of google imaged them and then sat with a heat gun trying to trying to replicate what it was and then like put it in the put it in the the pouch and I'm like nope this definitely doesn't work it's just completely pointless and you just sort of fiddling around with things and then we kind of we changed our design to work to make it slightly lower profile in chest rigs. Where can I get a Kydex Customs Polo? Um, <laughs> I, I, I only got two made. Um, <laughs> um, we've actually, oh, I've, I've lost it. We've got, I'm actually in the process of getting branded stuff done. I've got some stickers done today that arrived today. This is a super knackered one that's gonna go on my laptop. We've got some stickers made today. We'll get some patches made soon and then we'll probably I don't know. I've been looking at hats. I'm particular about my hats, uh, which means that they're really expensive for me to get like 50 of them made. Um, 
but yeah it's it's kind of they're, they're really weird the little inserts um there's something that kind of completely ups your game but they're so they're just so cheap that the well they're, they're for what they actually achieve they're, they're really cheap what they are and you're not going to wear them out if you ever do manage to wear one out i'll give you a free one like uh, it's not challenge anything. accepted i mean you're more than welcome <laughs> you are more than welcome i've got three in one of my plate carriers which were the first three i ever made and they're made of random scrap bits of kydex and they look like absolute dog crap they look terrible they work and i just haven't got around to replacing them because i've got no need to at the moment so it's just they're, they're really weird little things um they're quite they're quite fun to make shall we say i've i've finished off a batch of about 200 of them the um two three days ago that was not a fun day <laughs> <laughs> just sat in a freezing cold workshop the entire day, just heating it up, bending it, heating a bit up, bending it some more. And then you put that one down, you pick up another one. And you it's not something I would ever <laughs> recommend anyone do if they want to make, just outsource it to China or something. <laughs> I'm say, yeah. Right. The time is coming up. For anyone who'd be interested in learning more about what you're doing or potentially reaching out to you for custom work, you know, Kydex stuff, again, I highly recommend it, especially if you've got the the odd-shaped builds or you want something different or you'd be like me, well, left-handed. Uh, or if you want to try these, these are definitely cool. Um, where can people go and get in touch with you? Um, so, I mean, look at any Facebook group every single day <laughs> and there'll be me sharing a post in there. Now, apart from the occasional group where I'm only allowed to post in there once a week, um, normally things, I'm normally spamming posts in there. Um, other than that, kind of, oh, um, Graham's gone. No, no, um, no, I'm here. <laughs> other than that, um, Facebook, Kydex Customs or Kydex Customs UK on um, on the old Google, just type in, I'm pretty sure you can just type in Kydex UK, Kydex UK, Customs UK, or I think the biggest search for is Desert Eagle Holster, um, and that comes <laughs> up with us. Um, yeah, KydexCustomsUK.com, or Instagram at KydexCustomsUK. There is another Kydex Customs, I just felt like making it quite clear that I was in the UK, because I get a lot of people messaging me from the States, like, there we go, there it is. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the best way to find us. If you have any custom stuff, you can email us at kydexcustomsuk at hotmail.com and I'll reply eventually, or Facebook message us and I'll reply pretty much instantly um, because you can tell what I get notifications from and what I don't. Um, yeah, uh, any any there, chuck us a message. Everything is, like, I, I'm quite lazy with my pricing in the sense that if it's, this, it, basically everything is the same price, if it's custom or not everything's the same price uh, because it saves me having to work it out. So I just do everything for the same price. Or if, or if you're in Kent, there's good old platoon stores, stock, <laughs> stock some products. I don't know how much they have left. We do. Um, yeah. Or at Desert Eagle Holsters, if, if that's, uh, if you're attempting to get a reorder. Um, <laughs> I'll, be phone, I'll be on the phone to Pete with accusations in the morning. <laughs> we'll take. Thanks so much for having us on there. Guys, oh, what are you up to? Any games coming up? Anything planned this week? Yes, I'm going to be at AAA on Sunday, Sunday morning. Bit of indoor CQB. Very cool. Jim, where are you working? 
I'm not <laughs> rare non-airsoft weekend uh, mate stag do this weekend. So um, if you're in the Bournemouth area and you want to either get drunk, meet strippers, or um, <laughs> generally engage in debauchery behaviour, um, I will be down there. Um, so if I'm not on here next Monday, I've been incarcerated. Um, <laughs> You're popping it out. <laughs> you ran down the street and in fact, down. <laughs> <laughs> no no it was completely deliberate um, <laughs> uh, I mean, basically now I'll, I'll say that Tag, if, if I am arrested by next Monday can you fill in next week yeah, so. yeah, that's, uh, that's I'll, I'll get making some new products I need something to talk about I'm a terribly boring person otherwise <laughs> Well, I won't be playing this weekend. I've actually got Crippitus on my knee, so I'm going to the doctors get that healed. But I will be looking and testing out again more of this Viper stuff, which I can't wait. Obviously, that's the, the VX stuff. I've also got my review of the Modifier Rifle coming out this week, which is it's been sitting around for a couple of weeks. So that will be coming out. And the competition where I'll be giving away a Modifier PDW very soon. But, guys, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next Monday for a, another episode of SOP Radio. Bye for now.